0: on Monday the 23rd of January the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is now in session this is W7AYU Net Control my name is Mark before I proceed is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net to the RC2N repeater controller system okay I won't consider that emergency traffic Every Monday night, the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, meets for training and exercise in the public service communication arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, also activates during threats or emergencies affecting Maricopa County. So when trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. We don't recruit people from their chosen organization so go join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn, hone your skills and exercise your equipment all are welcome here the only requirements are a radio a license to use it on the net and an interest in using both for the benefit of others we expect to make mistakes and learn from them old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here this frequency is hereby a can-do how-to zone this is W7AYU net control The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is held on the Mount Ord figures one four six decimal nine or two minus offset and the Shaw Butte figures one four seven decimal two four plus offset linked repeaters. Both repeaters require a figure's one six two decimal two Hertz tone. Thanks to the good guys of the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any stations that uh, can't reach either repeater should try transmitting simplex on the output frequency of the repeater. You can hear best Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit Any stations that hear someone that net control cannot hear should notify me with the word relay In the event that these repeaters fail we will use the simplex on the Shaw Butte frequency figures one four seven decimal two four simplex Program a memory in your radio with figures one four seven decimal two four simplex. This is W7 AYU net control I need a volunteer for alternate net control. Alternate alternate net control copies check-ins with me and keeps notes and informs me when I double with someone and is available for special assignments as needed. Alternate net control will assume net leadership if I cannot continue. We had a station volunteer last week, uh, but... Life got the better of him, and uh, he was unable to join us tonight. So, uh, we're going to need to recruit an alternate net control. Uh, I need someone to help me tonight who will step forward.
1: Kilo 6, Oscar Z Yankee, Chris.
0: Okay, I acknowledge K6OZY. Nice to have you, Chris. Can you uh, say your email address? Um,
2: Kilo6OscarZYankee at net. K6OZY. Okay, thank you, Chris. Uh, WB4ZK,
0: are you out there? I am. Can You take an assignment for me and forward the uh, email to Chris. Gladly. WB4ZKA. Okay, thank you, Chris. Uh, acknowledge when you receive that uh, when you receive that email, and uh, and we'll continue. <laughs>
1: Okay, today is
0: National Pi Day, but we're not going to be talking about Pi tonight, unfortunately, one of my favorite things. We're going to be talking about, uh, uh, or continuing our our topic from last week of uh, the role of HF. Uh, When we hear about emergency communications, most of us don't think of using anything more than VHF or UHF, and this is to be expected as our primary frequencies keep us in those bands. We typically use 2-meter or 70-centimeter when participating in scheduled disasters, drills, or events, and rightfully so, we typically don't need anything more than this to carry out communications. But when communications become more challenging or require greater distances, PHF and UHF aren't always the best or most effective option. What then? If you participated in the NET last week, you will remember that we covered the role of HF in more general terms. Tonight we'll continue last week's examination of the role of HF communications more specifically as it pertains uh, to close-range communications, this is W7AYU net
2: control Alternate net control Alternate net control I have the attachments open and I'm ready to proceed, K6OZY
0: Okay, excellent, Uh, are you comfortable taking check-ins? Sure.
2: Um, I'm looking at the uh, spreadsheet. Uh, could you describe the check-in order? Uh, I'm going to read through the check-in section right now. Okay.
0: I'll call for you here in a minute. Uh, I'll give you a minute to catch up and, and get up to speed. Okay. We are going to check, take check-ins tonight based on HF capabilities. Uh, to keep things moving along, we will focus on only two groups, those, to, those who have HF capabilities and can use it on tonight's net, and those who will be using VHF only. If you have HF equipment uh, ready to operate on any band, or any HF band and are able to use it tonight, check in with your FCC call sign only. Actually, I'm gonna make a correction there. Uh, Let's focus on 40 meters and and 80 meters, 75, 80 meters. Okay, I'm gonna take uh, check-ins in uh, groups of three. Uh, Call with your FCC call sign only and uh, um, give your uh, call sign phonetically and remember to avoid the quick key. Uh, Come now in groups of three.
1: W7EMU.
0: Kilo Mike, 3 November. For our HF station so far, I acknowledge uh, W7EMU, and I think I copied Kilo Mike 3 November, Uh, can you uh, confirm that? Kilo Mike 3 November, that's correct. Okay, thank you. Any other HF stations uh, who can fire up their HF gear tonight on 40 meters, 80 meters, uh, call now with your FCC call sign.
3: ECHO 7
0: ECHO JULIET FOXTRUTS KE7 EJF Any other stations who can uh, participate in the HF exercise tonight on 40 meters or 80 meters Call now with your FCC call sign Okay, nothing hurt. Uh, before we proceed with the rest of the check-ins, let's get reports from our HF stations. Uh, reports consist of your name and which HF bands you can operate. Remember to close with your FCC call sign. Now let's start with uh, W7EMU. <phone rings> 77 EMU, come now with your report 77 EMU, can you uh, repeat? Okay, uh, for reports I say again, your report consists of your name and which HF
4: bands you can operate
0: 40 through 10 KM3N I come now with your report Kilo Mike 3 November Name is Ken Kilo Mike on November And um, 40 through 10 KM3N Okay, I copy 40 through 10 Thank you, Ken Uh, K7EJF
3: Dennis through eighty, KE seventy Jeff.
0: Okay, Dennis, I got uh, ten through eighty, and uh, uh, let's continue now with our, our check-ins. Uh, the stations without HF capabilities tonight uh, will have uh, actually uh, alternate net control. Alternate net control. Okay, could you continue and uh, take the uh, VHF che- uh, check-ins now?
2: Sure, i want to put myself down on the HF side as well. I have a 40 and a 20 meter uh, in this dipole up right now. Okay, very good. I'll, uh, I'll count you down there. Thanks. Okay, we're going to continue with check-ins now. Stations without HF capabilities tonight, please check-in now. Uh, Three to time, please. Whiskey, zero, November, Whiskey, office. Is the RC2N repeater, controller.
1: Whiskey, nine,
4: hotel, Mike Juliet.
2: Okay, uh-huh. 4 NSF
1: Yeah, that's right Okay, uh, let's stop there, we had a double at the end I acknowledge uh, W0NWA, uh, W9HMJ
2: And we had a double, so uh, first station try again <laughs> Kilo Foxtrot 7, Mike, Mike X-ray. Kilo so Foxtrot 7, Mike, Mike X-ray, and the other station that doubled, please come out KI-4 NSF. All right, okay, KI-4 NSF. Okay, uh, continue, next three, please come now. Kilo-7, Echo Juliet,
5: Sierra Kilo Foxtrot-7, Sierra Zulu X-Ray No Foxtrot-7, Oscar Juliet, Papa Okay, I acknowledge k 7 jx KF7SZX and
2: KF7OJP. Next three, please come out. Kilo Foxtrot Seven Charlie Charlie Charlie. November Seven Uniform Kilo November. up there, we had a double, Uh, I acknowledge KF7 Charlie, 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 and uh, two people coming in off of both repeaters and I only heard N7YKN other station, uh, please come now K E 7 N Info K
4: 7 ejs Okay,
0: go ahead, Info the station that doubled was, uh, correction on the call sign was November 7, Uniform Kilo, November.
2: Okay, Roger. Uh, copy November 7, Yankee, Kilo, November, uh, KE7, NEG. Uh, anybody else? Next three,
1: please.
2: Correction again. 7, Echo, Julia, Sierra. Did I copy it wrong still?
0: Yes, it's not uh, Yankee Kilo November. It's Uniform Kilo November. Uniform Kilo November. It's W7AYU.
2: Uh, Roger. Uh, N7UKN. Sorry about that. I did copy K7EJS as well. uh, Also a little bit earlier. Um, Anybody else? Uh, Next three stations, please come now.
4: Echo Seven, Victor India, November
3: Whiskey Bravo Seven, Uniform Lima Whiskey.
2: I acknowledge KE7VIN and WB7ULW Uh, Last call for stations without HF capabilities Please come now Kilo Foxtrot 7, Foxtrot Alpha Lima W7FAL and W7EHS, last station calling, you are two weeks, try to increase power or change your location and try again, this is alternate net control. seconds and then we're going to continue last call Whiskey Bravo for Zulu Kilo Alpha
1: All right
2: Acknowledge WB4ZK uh, that wraps it up. Um, net control. Net control. I believe check-ins are complete. handing it back to you. K6OZY. All right, thank
0: you, Chris. Okay, for uh, the non-HF stations, we'll take quick reports tonight. Uh, when I call your uh, call sign, come back for your report with your Uh, Name and location only, and remember to close with your FCC call sign. Uh, We'll start with uh, W0NWA.
4: W0NWA. Name is Jeff. Joe Decco Fox. Fox. uh, 40th Street. Thunderbird. Phoenix. Back to net. W0NWA.
0: Thank you, Jeff. W9HMJ. Name is Larry. Current location is Far North Phoenix. W9HMJ. Thank you, Larry. KF7MMX. Name is Adam. Uh, Northeast Phoenix. KF7MMX. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Ki4NSF. Name is Patrick. Location Phoenix. Ki4NSF. You e. Patrick, W seven AYU net control. K seven EJS. K seven EJS. Come now with your report. Nothing heard. We'll continue. Uh, KF7 SZX. Name's Eric. North Scottsdale. KF7 SZX. Thank you, Eric. KF7 OJP.
3: Deborah Scottsdale. KF7 OJP.
0: Thank you, Deborah. KF7 CCC. Andrew, Tempe, KF7 CCC. Hey Andrew, you uh, crackled a little there on your location. You Can, can you come back with your location? Location is Tempe, KF7 CCC. Thank you, Andrew. N7 UKN.
5: Don, um, Glendale, 59th Avenue in Northern, N7 UKN. All done.
0: Thank you. K seven N E Z. Hello, Echo Seven. November Echo Zulu. Come now with your report. Info. Thank you, I'll the correction uh, KE7NEG
2: This is Kilo Echo 7 November Echo Delta And the name is Terry in Northeast Mesa KE7NEG
0: Okay, sometimes having four ears uh, still isn't enough I've made the correction. KE7NED, Terry and Mesa. Thank you. Uh, K7EJF, uh, I have. C2N, repeater system. Okay, I think I had a duplicate entry in there. Uh, KE7VIN.
4: Kevin Chandler, ke 7 Good
0: report, Kevin. Thank you. WB7 ULW. Glenn Phoenix. WB7 ULW. Good report, Glenn. Thank you. KF7 FAL. Dennis Glendale. KF7 FAL. Thank you, Dennis. Good report. Uh, W7EHS.
4: Ernest Payson, W7EHS.
0: Okay, thank you, Ernest. And Payson, thank you uh, for joining us tonight. WB4ZKA.
4: Mike Chandler. And Ernest steps in about once a month with us. Glad to have him. WB4, ZKA.
0: Okay, thank you, Mike. Okay, this is W7EYU Net Control. Uh, we're going to jump right into the topic tonight. and There are several challenges when communicating short distances using HF. Um, we've all seen them. We've, we've all experienced them. So what methods can we can be used to, to facilitate short distance regional communications But remember last week's net we, we talked about uh, one method that we could use to facilitate short distance HF communications anyone Remember?
6: KF7SVX
0: KF7NVX,
5: uh, I think FVX, was it the NVIS antennas you're talking about? KF7SVX
0: Sorry, but butchered your call sign again KF7SVX, thank you Eric um, Yeah, it's uh, NVIS and uh, does anyone know what NVIS stands for?
5: KE7 EULA check-in, and I've got the answer to at least maybe the N, over. Okay,
0: thank you Travis, I've uh, got you as a late check-in here, and uh, uh, what do you think NVIS stands for?
5: The N, at least, as far as I could tell, uh, the N is national. I do not know what the rest of it stands for, but I at least have come up with an answer for at least the first part of NVIS is national. Okay, 7 sent hey over.
0: Oh, it's a good guess, but it's uh, not national. Uh, anyone else know what's... Uh, nvis stands for whiskey nine hotel mike juliet whiskey nine hotel
4: mike juliet larry go ahead that would be near vertical incident skywave. w9 hmj
0: that's correct near vertical incident sky wave i had it backwards in my notes here so i'm making a correction now but uh yeah tonight we're going to be focusing on nvis Near-vertical incident skywave, and what it can do to facilitate emergency communications. Before we get there, let's cover what some might call some standard HF operating theory. Uh, We won't get into this too deeply. We discussed it last week, uh, but we'll review it briefly in case you missed last week, Um, and for any anyone new to the net, possibly new to radio. So, when we use HF to communicate, how are signals propagated? Who can give us a basic? quick cliff notes summary Whiskey 1 November Echo Romeo late check-in uh, Handles Mike and it's the uh, ionic bounce Okay, you called me off guard. Uh, can you repeat your call sign? Whiskey 1 November Echo Romeo Mike <laughs> Okay, got you in as a uh, late check-in, and and uh, we do use ionic or uh, ionospheric bounce. Uh, we bounce signals off the ionosphere. How do we how do we do that? To, you know, can we can someone give me uh, an idea of uh, which direction we need to point our antennas, and uh, uh, you know what the standard operating procedure is there? <laughs>
6: KF7 CCC. Andrew, go ahead. Well, for NVIS, you usually have your antenna low to the ground. I think usually they say under a quarter of wavelength. And then the antenna radiates more upward and less uh, sort of out toward the horizon, which will give you a uh, uh, quicker bounce off the ionosphere to a, a nearer place to you. KF7 CCC.
0: standard HF setup
5: and KE7EUL have a I have a good general idea to describe it a little more
0: okay hang on one second Andrew uh, or uh, Travis uh, Andrew can you, uh, can you come back and then tell us how that differs from standard HF mm-hmm.
6: standard HF the antenna is higher up to off the ground and what that means is the uh, angle of incidence of the uh, radiated signal is uh, lower, I think it's lower I'm trying to figure it out in my head it hits the ionosphere at a lower angle which means that it uh, bounces off the ionosphere and back a further distance so that's normally uh, with the antenna more than a quarter of a wavelength off the ground KF7CCC Okay, Andrew, thank you. Um,
0: and Travis, go ahead.
5: Imagine taking a tennis ball and bouncing it on the concrete. Um, that's how I have visioned the takeoff, of the whole takeoff of the system.
0: Hey Travis, sounds like you might have a bad battery or a, a short in your mic or, or something. Uh, try to fix your, uh, your situation and then uh, uh, join us again. Um, okay. Yeah. So with uh, with standard HF uh, operation, we point our antennas toward the horizon, and uh, they're um, greater than uh, typically. I mean, the higher you can get your antenna, the better, obviously. But uh, we want to get our antennas high and, and uh, get our signals out at a low takeoff angle, so we can bounce off the uh, ionosphere and and make that uh, far distant contact. So as, uh, as, your, as Andrew pointed out, uh, with NVIS, we're uh, bringing our antenna lower to the ground. Uh, can anyone tell me how low we bring that antenna? We had a double there. Uh, KF7CCC,
2: standby. Uh, other station. No, it was it's just me. I was gonna let I was let's let Andrew do it. K6 as it were. Okay, Andrew, you're up.
6: Well, I'm gonna guess. I think it's quarter wavelength, but I'm not sure. So I'll let uh, Chris answer that if he knows better than I do. KF7CCC.
5: e 7 aul
6: Okay, stand by, Travis.
2: Uh, Chris, go ahead. Um, all of the ones i put up, I've actually optimized around uh, an eighth of a wavelength. K six hundred one. Okay, uh, Travis.
5: I was just trying to say when I was on the other one. Uh, imagine a tennis ball and bouncing it onto the concrete and it bouncing at an angle, K-E-7-E-U-L. Okay,
0: thank you, Travis. So uh, when we use standard HF practices, we end up with a, with a skip zone. Uh, we mentioned that uh, a little earlier, I think, but the, the idea of NVIS uh, is to send signals directly into the skip zone, uh, but doesn't ground wave propagation solve this problem?
2: KI-4 NSF KI-4 NSF Not if there's a mountain in between,
0: KI-4 NSF Right, yeah, with ground wave we have the same challenges, or similar challenges we do to uh, or with uh, VHF, UHF, that obstacles can still get in the way uh, So it's not really reliable for getting past those So, um, we are going to try this out tonight uh, but first we need to know if we have a setup that will work for NVIS. Uh, We talked a little bit about setting up the antenna. Uh, Let's start with the transceiver. What kind of transceiver do we need for NVIS? Anything special there? what kind of uh, transceiver I need for N V I F
5: Okay, E7E, you out? Thank you, Travis. Go ahead. Preferably an HF transceiver. 100-watt um, HF transceiver.
0: ...question, but... Uh, The whole point here is to use HF and to to be able to bounce the signal, so we do need an HF transceiver. Um, Now, any particular band?
1: KF7 CCC.
0: KF7
6: CCC. I think you need a band that's under the maximum usable frequency. So at night, I think that's around 160 or 80 meters, uh, and during the daytime, around about 40. I don't know if you can do 20, but uh, I guess other people may know more than I do. KF7 CCC.
0: Okay, very good. So, um, what is the maximum usable frequency? How do we figure that out? Kilo Mike 3 November Kilo Mike 3 November Well, I just happened to be checking, and as of 0433, uh, Boulder's reporting the maximum usable frequency is Figures 17.05 MHz Okay, interesting. Uh, where did you get that report?
1: Uh, the easiest way is
0: to go to solarham.com. It's right on the front page. They're reporting, uh, um, it's kind of the middle of the top of the page, the current solar uh, in, uh, index, flux index is 144.
5: It's kind of high because
0: of the uh, M-class uh, uh, coronal mass ejection that took to, took uh, place today. It wouldn't normally be this high this time of night, so the uh, uh, previous uh, transmission was correct. Kilo Mike 3 November. Okay, very good. Yeah, there's a number of sites on the uh, on the internet that have um, have that information. Um, one site that I've used is actually the Australian government site. They have the IPS Radio and Space Services website uh, where they have ionospheric maps for global HF conditions. And uh, anyone who's interested can uh, um, contact me after the net, and I'll give you the uh, uh, the URL for that. Um, but it'll give you a color-coded map for the maximum usable frequency um, around the world. And uh, we've got a little bit of a discrepancy here. Their site is claiming that the maximum usable frequency is three megahertz uh, right now, uh, or the three megahertz uh, band. Uh, We're we're talking 80 meters here. So, uh, I mean, how do we determine what we can and can't operate with at any certain point in time. Uh, Kilometer three, November. You have to take into account this. The reporting station over in Australia is uh, about ten thousand miles away. Kilometer three, November. That is a good point. Yeah. So uh, probably something local. Anyone know how we can uh, ultimately determine what we can and can't do on on HF?
4: W7EMU. Drew, go ahead. Find the easiest way to just start on one of the uh, bands, like uh, you start at 10 meters and slowly work yourself the way down. You can tell there's nobody out there to the point where you start hearing stations. That's a pretty good indicator. W7EMU. Often the good way of. Uh, Figuring out what
0: you can and can't do on HF is just to try it. Uh, get out there and, like you said, listen around a little bit and uh, and uh, see what you can see what you can do. So the uh, the stations that uh, checked in tonight with um, HF uh, with HF capabilities, um, we're going to try this out a little bit tonight. And, and uh, uh, like Ken pointed out, the uh, coronal mass ejection. Uh, that happened today may have uh, may have messed with our net a little bit but we're, we're still going to try this out and see what happens uh, so K6OZY W7EMU KM3N K7EJF uh, go ahead and fire up your HF gear um, it looks like uh, Chris and, and Dennis uh, both have uh, 80 meter capabilities I'm going to have them try to uh, go to a frequency that I pre-selected uh, and uh, see what kind of activity is going on there. Try to contact each other. Alternate
2: net control. Alternate net control. I currently have uh, a 40 meter, 20 meter dipole, end fed half wave up only. I cannot go down to 80 currently. K-6 says it line. Okay, I'll make the correction there. Um, so Dennis is
0: the only one on, on 80 meters, and... Uh, uh, maybe it's limited use there but uh, let's let's try 40 meters let's go to, to 40 meters and uh, uh, tune to seven decimal one nine or zero megahertz uh, try that frequency first and if there's uh, um, traffic on that frequency then tune up uh, five kilohertz or so and, and try again uh, let's let you guys uh, go to 40 megahertz or sorry, uh, 40 meters, and uh, and try to make contact Are there. Any, any questions?
4: W7EMU. W7EMU. have traffic on that frequency that's uh, pretty strong here. Okay, Drew, uh, could you accept a, an assignment then? I was communicating with EJF earlier on 72. If they'd like to jump up there. There's nobody around that Okay, we'll use uh seven two zero three
0: um, kilohertz or seven point two zero three megahertz
4: Monitoring that frequency now w 7 mu
5: E7EUL Go ahead Travis I also have HF capability, a 10 through 80 meter uh, G5RV, but HF transceivers out. Can listen with Kenwood THF6A over.
0: Okay, go ahead and listen, and uh, and uh, tell us what you can hear. Uh, so for those uh, five uh, stations, uh, frequency change is approved for you, and then just uh, uh, come back when. Uh, when you've made your attempts there, and then we'll we'll discuss further
5: What was it? 72.03? 7203 kilohertz K-E7-E-U-L Okay
0: so, uh, for the remaining stations, the stations left on uh, on this frequency, uh, we're going to spend some time uh, talking a little bit about uh, the uh, antennas that we would need for for NVIS. Um, Travis mentioned that he's got a, a G5RV. Um, does anyone know if there's any special special type of antenna that uh, is recommended for NVIS work?
5: KI4NSF. Sure, go ahead.
2: Any antenna that has a high takeoff angle um, will be effective. Um, antennas like a vertical antenna is probably the best for NVIS. KI4NSF. Okay, thank you, Patrick. Uh,
0: any other suggestions? KE7, I N. Kevin,
4: go ahead. Well, I guess I have a question since I don't have any HF equipment, and I've just heard about NVIS, um, you know, on the net and other places, but I would think a vertical antenna would be...
1: Probably one of the worst
4: antennas you could use. Maybe I just don't understand them, but I would think like a dipole, a horizontal dipole, w- <coughs> would probably be the best because that's going to um, a lot of your, your part of your signal least is going to go straight up, and you want it uh, low to the ground so that uh, you uh, you have more of it directed straight up. So uh, maybe somebody can explain to me where I'm I'm going wrong if I am because it just seems to me like a vertical. Would be the last thing you'd want. Ke7vim.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. That's a a good question. Anyone have an answer for that? Kilo Mike Three November. Okay, Ken, go ahead. Okay, I got two ears going, listening to HF. NBIS antennas are 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 always horizontally polarized, and that's to take advantage of the. counterpoise that the ground itself the earth creates the best way to think about that is when you see some of the old military jeeps World War II, Korea, Vietnam and they had a vertical whip that was bent over and held down by a rope at the front, they'll give you an idea why you need a dipole and your correct vertical antennas won't help you on NVIS uh, kilo mic three to remember. also I'm not hearing anybody on 40 meters KM3N Thank you, Ken. Yeah, I, I found the same thing out in my uh, research that uh, a horizontally um, oriented or ho- horizontally polarized uh, dipole is, is going to work best. Um, and uh, again, we talked about it being close to the ground. I know, Kevin, you mentioned that it uh, needed to be close to the ground. Um, Chris had mentioned that uh, he works or he sets up regular HF antennas at about an eighth of a wavelength above the ground, can anyone tell me what optimal uh, height is for an NVIS antenna?
4: 87VIM Kevin, go ahead Well again, um I'm kind of asking a question at the same time as I'm I'm answering this a little. Uh, I know we've been told that uh, it should be about 10 feet, but I would imagine... Welcome to the RC2N repeater controller system. you are working what the um, best height above the ground would be. Uh, So an eighth of a wavelength makes sense to me, but that would mean you'd have to go move it every time you switch bands. So. I've been told, uh, at least I, I seem to recall, uh, that I heard uh, ten feet or less, KE7VIN
0: Okay, does anyone have an answer for, for Kevin? What, uh, what is the optimal height?
3: Alternate control
2: Alternate net control. Go ahead. On well, my 40-meter NVIS, I do have it at 16 feet at the middle, but then I have it as an inverted V down to 8 foot. And then you, I run a 5% longer um, ground radial along the ground underneath of it, effectively making it a vertical beam that points straight up, and that helps a lot as well. K-6-O-Z-Y. Okay, k 7 eul
0: Hey, Travis, hang on one second. Uh, Chris, can you e- explain the concept be- behind it, making that a, a vertical beam?
2: Well, effectively, by putting a 5% longer counterpoise underneath of the antenna, you're effectively, um, uh, you know, instead of wasting that energy into the ground, it's pointing with positive gain up towards the sky giving you more sky warming effect. And uh, I've talked to people... Uh, in San Diego, to from here, and rolled it out and before and after, and they were able to see an, about a three, a three dB gain, about a single S unit uh, increase in my uh, in my signal to them with and without the uh, the, the counterpoise on the ground. K six oh Z Y. Okay,
0: so. Uh Turning that into more of a vertical, you notice more more reach on your antenna?
5: Well, well maybe the, the term vertical is kind of a, uh, the wrong thing to
2: say here. It's effectively making it like a, a beam that is pointing towards the sky, a uh, two-element beam, by having the 5% longer uh, uh, reflector lying across the ground underneath of the, the primary
0: dipole, K6OZY. Okay, thank you. I've got that picture in my head now. Um, Travis, go ahead.
5: Okay, E7, EUL here. I checked 75 meters and I've heard some traffic on there. 40, uh, this can receive 40, but I didn't hear a thing, so I switched over to 75 meters. I did hear some traffic down on 75, but couldn't hear any, it, it, it couldn't make it out or anything. KE-7-E-L.
0: Okay, perhaps now is a good time to check back with our um, HF stations. We've heard back from uh, from Ken and uh, Travis. Uh, Chris, uh, uh, refresh my memory. Did you hear anything on, on HF? <laughs>
2: Um, I've been calling out to Drew on one on seven dot two zero three and uh, I don't think he hears me. Unfortunately, my wife can hear me inside. She says I'm injecting audio into the speakers in there, so I'm going to have to go see why that is. I do have a new um, the I put out is in between the house uh, the two houses uh, across the ground here. And uh, I didn't have time to really check. Looks like I'm getting into all the electrical stuff inside the house there. Can we see if uh, Drew or uh, uh, Dennis has been able to hear anything? And to confirm, it's on 7.203 K60ZY. Okay, we'll
0: check back with Drew now, Uh, W7EMU. Nothing heard, let's try Dennis, uh, KE7EJF
3: KE7EJF, I was trying to ask you, am I in now? Yep, loud and clear Okay, uh, Drew and I can hear each other We were monitoring and didn't hear uh, either of the other
1: two stations But we can hear each
3: other
0: Okay, what kind of a signal report do you and uh, Drew
3: What kind of a signal report have you exchanged? Well, the noise board was really high up until just a minute ago. Uh, we were communications quality, although there's a lot of noise. Um, he actually changed antennas, and we were hearing each other a little better. Let me see if I can contact him there, and I'll have him, uh, come back over to this frequency. I'm here now.
0: Okay as uh, W7AYU, net control for the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa. All right, Drew, uh, Dennis has, has said you could hear him. Uh, what other stations could you hear, if any?
4: Uh, none of the stations that we were supposed to meet up with, but uh, um, I'm hearing the band extremely well. I got about an S4 noise level at my, my QTH here, and uh, I actually heard Dennis a lot clearer than I think he heard me. Um, I got a couple different antennas, and I was kind of switching back and forth. Also tried 80 meters, but uh, I don't have an 80-meter antenna. I tried to tune up a 40 well, without much luck with the uh, tuner that I have here, but uh, the 80-meter dipole is down right now. But uh, we had communications quality on uh, on uh, 7.203 without a problem. We could have uh, passed traffic very easily, w 7 m
0: Comment for both stations,
5: KE7EUL. Go ahead, Travis. Yeah, guys, my HF radio is down. That's why you guys did not hear me, KE7EUL. Okay. So, uh,
0: Dennis, could you uh, describe your, your setup? Did you do anything in particular to uh, enable communications? Um, Actually
3: not. My antenna is an inverted V uh, that's just a little above 10 feet on the ends and 20 feet in the middle. So for 80 meter, I'm definitely, uh, can be Invis for it. Um, But I find that up as far as as 40 meters and a little bit on 20, sometimes I can do some Invis just because I've got it uh, so close to the ground. Uh, But actually nothing special, but it works just as well for uh, uh, long distance as well, KE-70 jet
0: Okay, thank you, Uh, Dennis and uh, Drew, can you uh, describe your your setup?
4: Uh, Sure, I have uh, two different 40 meters uh, dive poles that are up, ones uh, that I I tried but uh, didn't communicate on is uh, inverted V also at 20-foot uh, center to 10-foot on the uh, outer ends. And the one that I contacted Dennis on, the best for Envis was a 40-meter dipole uh, cut for 7.2. It's just a, uh, a flat dipole, and it runs actually about six foot off the ground, horizontal. And uh, that's where I caught him the best, and the reason I use that lower antenna is have much less noise on the band closer to the ground. Also tried him on a 40 meter meter uh, vertical uh, ground mounted, and uh, didn't hear him there on the vertical at all. So the six foot high 40 meter dipole appeared to work the best for our communications. W7MU.
0: So, I've heard that using the highest frequency possible for for NVIS is is the best practice. Uh, Why is that?
1: Why are we using
4: the highest MUF?
0: Simple answer I like it <laughs> all right um, so what what could we have done uh, better to make uh, you know to make our, our contacts Chris says he's got a uh, an NVIS antenna set up but neither neither one of you could hear him uh, any suggestions any any uh, thoughts as to what we could have done to um, to enable NVIS communications I said that's directed to me you can answer it. Uh, anybody on the net?
4: Well, we have an unusual amount of uh, noise from solar flares uh, right now, and I think that's affecting even uh, uh, the Envis, uh application. Uh, normally at night, I can talk all over the state on on 75 and 40 with uh, very very no, low noise floor. So. Tonight, I think we just have an unusually high uh, noise level with the uh, the solar that's going on right now. Actually, my noise level is about three times higher than what it normally is. So I think we just picked a, a bad night, to tell you the truth. W70, Amun. Okay, thank you,
0: Drew. Yeah, I like to think that the sun picked a bad night um, to have its uh, solar flares. Uh, I guess it's supposed to hit us the strongest tomorrow, but uh, that, it uh, certainly makes things difficult for tonight's net. But um, I think we've we've uh, shown a little bit about, about what Nimbus can do, and uh, certainly a lot of resources on on the internet for uh, you know how to set that up and and uh, and try it out. So, uh, any questions for tonight's net before we close? Okay, seven P H R question.
4: K7BHR uh, Earlier yesterday I heard that there was supposed to be some widespread effects to satellites and other radio equipment I haven't read anything that has been negatively affected or fell out of the sky, has anybody heard anything more on that? Anyone got an,
0: an answer for that? Kilo Mike, 3 November Gio Mike, 3 November. Well, someone was reading my mind. I just went to the uh, Southwest Prediction Center and looked it up. And uh, their latest bulletin was at 0235 UTC, so it's not very old. Uh, they're predicting this uh, next coronal mass ejection. The uh, major impact will be in the next 12 to 16 hours, so that's sometime tomorrow morning. And uh, it, it should run through about uh, 1400 UTC. Which is about 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning. It's a level two moderate. So uh, it's a possible level three effects. So yeah, there could be some outages, but it's certainly not the kind of outage we're going to see with an X class. Uh, Kilo Mike, three remember a member. All right, thank you, Ken. Uh, K7VHR. Does that answer your question?
4: KSM Affirmative. I was just looking for any more resources. If we had some place we can go look on a regular basis. Uh, Ken, uh, Kate, uh, I'm
0: going to ask your call sign up. Ken, you had a uh, website you were referencing? Uh, yes, sir, I do. Uh, a really good source is Solar Ham. That's um, Sierra Oscar Lima Alpha Romeo Hotel Alpha Mike. Solarham.com. Just about everything it needs on the front page of that. Kilo Mike 3 November. Okay. Thank you, Ken. This is W7AYU Net Control. Are there any announcements for the net tonight? If so, call now with your FTC call sign only. KE7EJF. EJF, go ahead. Just
3: a reminder that MCECG still has uh, a handful of events, actually more than a handful of events, uh, still coming up um, through the uh, warmer months. Um, and some of those events can certainly use signups. Uh, some of them as soon as this week, uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so if you have free time and want to come out and volunteer, uh, go to mcecg dot net and sign up. And of course, the big event coming up next month is Ragnar. K 7 Jeff. K seven
4: V I N.
0: Okay, thank you. K seventy J F. Uh, K seven V I N. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, L. Uh... We're advertising for uh, help on El Tour de Mesa, which is not until April. On the 14th of April, uh, we can use some ham radio help for uh, El Tour de Mesa. The uh, start line has changed this year from Red Mountain Park to downtown Mesa, and uh, we still need volunteers as uh, in years past. This is not an MCECG event, but ham radio has supported this event for many years. So if you are interested, uh, please send an email to uh, Kelly, AC7EW, at uh, ac7ew at net and let him know that you're interested. KE7VIN.
0: Okay, thank you, Kevin. Uh, any questions or comments on either of these announcements? Call now with your FCC call sign. Any other announcements for uh, the net tonight? Whiskey Nine Hotel, Mike Juliet. Whiskey Nine Hotel, Mike Juliet. Go ahead.
4: Uh, my announcement is that uh, this is actually my last uh, net as a Phoenician. I will soon be, uh, well, this time next week, I will be in Chicago, uh, currently moving out of state. Uh, just wanted to say a uh, great bunch of people out there on the radio and uh, great net here on Monday nights. Thanks everybody that helped, and uh, even the Jammers. Hey, they helped us learn how to uh, do a little uh, uh, fox hunting. Anywho, 73, W9HMJ. All right, thank
0: you, Larry. Yeah, well, uh, sad to see you go. Uh, You've been a value to the uh, ham radio community. Are there any other announcements for the NET? If so, call call now with your FCC call sign. Hello, Foxtrot 7. Charlie,
6: Charlie, Charlie. Andrew, go ahead. A lot of announcements tonight. Uh, My announcement is about an extra class that the Thunderbird Amateur Radio Club is putting on. Uh, It's going to be meeting on Saturday mornings from 9 till noon at the Thunderbird School of Global Management. And uh, you can get more information about that. Oh, it starts on, I think it's March 3rd, and it goes for 10 weeks. And uh, you can get more information at the Thunderbird website, which is org KF7CCC. Okay, Andrew, you had a little
0: crackle in your... uh your transmission
6: there. What was the website again? Sorry about that. I'm going to have to check my antenna. It was Whiskey Seven Tango Bravo Charlie. Dot Oscar Romeo Golf, W seven TBC. KF seven CCC.
0: Okay, thank you, Andrew. Uh, any questions about that announcement? Okay, any other announcements for the net? Okay, nothing heard this. W7AYU net control. Uh, We meet again on these repeaters next Monday evening at 9 o'clock p.m. The topic will be... does anyone know what next week's topic is?
6: CCC Andrew, go ahead I believe Kevin is going to tactical communication exercise KF7 CCC The RC2N repeater controller K7VIN
0: Thank you, Andrew k uh, K7VIN
4: Next week we'll be tactical communications uh, and a a new subject on the net. Uh, Please tune in and uh, learn more about it. We're going to be talking about uh, what it takes to uh, to do tactical communications, uh, uh, net protocol, and brief, um, uh, being brief uh, and keeping it short. ke 7 vim Okay, thank
0: you, Kevin interesting topic. I'll be sure to tune in thanks my thanks to K6OZY my alternate net control station tonight I appreciate you jumping at the last moment and and helping out any stations who would like to experience who would like experience in the alternate net control chair I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help next week you won't be asked to do anything that makes you uncomfortable if you would like to try your hand at alternate net control next Monday night call now Okay, nothing heard. Uh, be sure to uh, um, jump in next week when uh, Kevin asks for help and uh, volunteer for alternate net control. It's an invaluable uh, opportunities to gain experiences as net control, alternate net control chair. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other information at www.aen-mar.org For more information on Arizona areas, go to www.az-arrl.org forward slash secure Sorry, I had to clear my phone here. Uh, Go sign up for practical hands-on emergency or uh, experience in public service events uh, with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mikecharliegolf.net. While you're there, click on the AZ HAMSERV button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HAMSERV email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all NET stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the, to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use these repeaters. Thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the NET. This is an, uh, NET Control closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning the frequencies and auto-patch to general amateur use. Good night and happy National Pie Day. This is W7AYU. <coughs>